special for you this week on the Jared the Boss Man Show. We have a great guest start off from the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Coach T.J. Osselberger here on the Boss Man Show. Coach, you talk off there about the weather up there, man. I know you is getting ready for the cold, man, but is today a good day for you for us? It being pleasant today. Yeah, no, we're good today. We uh, The cold weather hasn't hit us yet. Uh, the tough part by us is not only temperature, is the uh, the wind. We don't have any hills or mountains or just flat land, so it's the cold weather, but that wind gets us. Oh, yeah, I can only imagine. All them lakes around up that way and, and the Arctic air and the wind, I can only imagine, Coach, how it is for you guys up there, man. Well, I'm glad you've been named the new coach of the Jack Rabbits. So, so what does it mean to you to lead the Jack Rabbits going forward and leading this team going all down these years down the road, man? Yeah, no, we're excited to come into a program that's rich with tradition. It's been a three of the last five NCAA tournaments. Uh, guys in the program and the culture where they expect to win and an administration that wants it to be great, uh, for, you know, coming into a head coaching situation has everything you want for it to be able to be successful. And how's the community been treating you so far, coach, since you've been up there and graduating yourself with all those folks in South Dakota? People have been excellent. It's a very family-oriented community, very tight-knit group of people. Everyone's been very welcoming and friendly, and my family and I have really enjoyed that. Yes, indeed. And when it comes to recruiting, you've been in, in, in that area for a while, Coach, and you know what type of guys you want to bring into your program. And we used to hit those same hot bids you hit when you was in other programs in that, in that area a little bit there. Yeah, you know, we're we're going to really recruit hard in the state of Minnesota, Wisconsin, North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, Nebraska. Those are really the areas that we're trying to blanket. And we're going to continue to, to hit those areas are very similar to the places we recruited uh, when I was at Iowa State. And we're going to continue to do that and try to look for the best talent in, the, in that region. And, you know, there's going to be times we go outside the region that maybe the right players – uh, don't exist in in that region, and we're going to go outside of it to look for it. But we're looking for guys with high basketball IQs, know how to play the game, uh, positional size, can shoot and score the ball, and and uh, we'll go wherever we need to go to find the right guys to help us win. A good thing about a program like yours, Coach, is that you can keep guys and build a foundation because guys aren't leaving early one and done or two and done. You can actually get a guy and keep them all four years and actually develop this guy into a complete basketball player. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's got to be something we evaluate in the recruiting process too. Is looking at guys that we really think coming in can develop over a four or even five year time frame with a red shirt possibility, and and guys that can be at their best towards the end of their eligibility. And you know we're fortunate that way. It's it is a challenge to recruit one and done, two and done type guys. Yes, indeed. And culture, who are some individuals and coaches who have really had a big impact on you in your career, personally and professionally? Yeah, you know, Greg McDermott, the head coach at Creighton, uh, has been a mentor to me. He recruited me out of high school, and he and I have had a very close relationship uh, for over 20 years. Uh, he's somebody that's really important to me. Tony Bennett, head coach of Virginia, has been a good friend, confidant, somebody I've looked up to, been an example uh, over time. And then I worked for Lorenzo Romar at the University of Washington. Uh, unbelievable character guy, great coach, great guy to be around. Those three guys have really impacted me, and then I've I've also been fortunate to work for Fred Hoiberg, the head coach of the Chicago Bulls, and Steve Prohm, the current coach of Iowa State. So I've I've had some great mentors and guys I've worked for that have helped bring me along. Folks, we have T.J. Otzelberger here on the Boston Man Show talking about the South Dakota State Jackrabbits here on the Boston Man Show. Now, how was your spring and summer with your guys? Did you have them on campus kind of get a look at what you got before practice started here in October? Yeah, we did. We had the majority of our guys were here this summer. A few of them were still finishing up academic obligations. Those guys weren't able to be here, but uh, everybody else was here, and we were able to practice two hours a week, get them in the weight room, try to put on some muscle on them, and uh, have that opportunity to see a little bit what we had. And so far in camp, Coach, as you guys get going, who are some guys who we look out for on your roster things that have to have a big year so far from what you're seeing, seeing right now? Yeah, it starts with Mike Dom. He's predicted as our conference player of the year this year. He's only a sophomore. Uh, phenomenal inside-outside threat at 6'9". Uh, can really score the ball. Great worker. Uh, Reed Tellinghusen is our uh, junior for us, 6'7". Plays the 3, plays the 4. Very versatile, can score the ball. Tough defender, uh, winner. Those are our two guys that we really 
they've been in the program, they've had success, they've played on an NCAA tournament team, they know what it takes, and everything for us is going to start with those two. And also, Coach, for those who are not familiar with your coaching style and how you want your team to play, how are you guys going to play this? You can play fast and defend hard, shoot the three. How are you going to play this game with the talent you have on the roster so far? Yeah, we're going to try to get up and down the court. We're going to try to play inside out and half court. We're going to have, you know, we really want to have some balance offensively. We like to get threes, and we'll take early threes, uh, threes early in the shot clock. But we also have to have a balance going inside. I think, you know, we're fortunate. We've got players with uh, multi-dimensional skill sets inside and out, and we're going to we're going to get up and down the floor, but we're also going to be able to play in the half court when we need to. And also, this is a two-parter for you, Coach, here about the non-conference. Uh, I know this year's schedule is probably already done for you. Uh, how do you see yourself going about it in, in the future? And for this season, who are some interesting opponents you have on, have on non-conference schedule that you want to share with the listeners here that maybe watch out for? Yeah, moving forward, we really want to try to up, upgrade our level of competition, our schedule. We want to try to prepare ourselves um, best we can for our conference. We really have – uh, the Summit League is conference last year. It was 11th in the nation RPI-wise. So we have tremendous respect for the programs within our league. So we're really trying to use that non-conference schedule as a way to prepare. Outside of the league, some of the bigger-name teams are more recognizable teams in recent history that we have on our schedule uh, non-conference-wise is Cal, uh, California. Uh, they've, been, they've been really good. Uh, Wichita State it's had a heck of a run there. Northern Iowa has been a regular NCAA tournament team. Murray State is a team that's regularly been in the NCAA tournament. And then, you know, we're playing in part of a tournament with uh, UC Irvine, East Tennessee State, Wisconsin, Milwaukee. We're all 21 teams last year. So that's our schedule for this year. But we're hoping next year to even uh, to continue to play quality opponents and even, you know, keep trying to upgrade and build on that. Yes, indeed. And final one for you, Coach, is this. What's a typical day like for you since you've been the head coach of the Jackrabbits? I know moving over there in one seat can be a whole lot of different responsibilities, man. So how's it been for you since you moved over there in one seat from where you were last year? You know, it's been outstanding. We're, you know, I'm really fortunate. Our coaching staff's phenomenal. Uh, they're unbelievable. You can count on them for everything. A uh, situation where we can really delegate, work off each other's strengths. And then as far as our players, they've really embraced uh, the new staff and, and how we've done things. So, uh, you know, right now, uh, there's not a whole lot different. The, the difference is, is when you're, when the wins and losses go next to your name, as opposed to when an assistant, you're always zero and zero. So that will, uh, that will be coming shortly down the road, but uh, I couldn't be happier and more fortunate to have great people as players and coaches around us to, to give us a great chance to be successful. Well, Coach Otzenberger, I thank you for your time today. We look forward to seeing you guys play. I know Murray State's the team that we cover down here for our station, so look forward to seeing you in that game. We'll probably talk around that game, Coach, get a, get your mindset about, the, about that game against the racials, Coach. So we definitely support you here down in Atlanta on the Boss Man Show, and best of luck to you and your team going forward. Sounds great. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. You're welcome, Coach. Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathletics.com consulting.com once again www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24 or you can call me at 404-542-607 
Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. State. They were joined by a friend of the show, Dan McHale, Eastern Kentucky Colonels coach. Uh, remember last year, every time we talked, or I was at the game, you guys won, man. We was four zero when that happened, man. We got to keep that streak going for you guys. <laughs> you got that right, Jay. I got to get you, you know, some some home season tickets, man. Fly you in the Richmond because you were definitely, definitely my good luck charm. But uh, always good to be back on your show, man. Yes, indeed. Now, coach, you're going to year two now for you up there at EKU. What's been the biggest difference for you from year one to year two now? Being more, is it being more comfortable, being more settled with your staff and with who you want? What has it been for you, you think, in year two now that you're so comfortable now in your own skin up there? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, the biggest thing I learned was, you know, I was very happy last year. We won 15 games and, and did some good things and, and, and you know, had some wins that never happened before, uh, particularly at Belmont. And, you know, we had so many close losses, uh, but I look back and, and I realize. You can't forge culture. You can only form it. You can't force things to happen. And forming culture really happens over time with the kids you bring in the program and they see the way you want to do things. Uh, And and year one, anywhere you go, I don't care where you are, you're going to hit some bumps in the road. But, uh, you know, we learned from it. We had a good year. uh, But I'm really, really excited about the future and really excited about the the guys we brought into this program and, and, and where we're going. Now, Coach, looking at your roster from last year to this year, I see a lot of new faces, <laughs> a lot of young guys, yeah. too. So these young guys, new guys you have coming in to your roster this year, Coach, who are the ones you expect to really play a lot and get a lot going for you guys to keep in the flow that you want going for you to, for the Colonels up and down the court and defending this year, which y'all didn't really do much last year, defending, but you scored the ball like crazy. <laughs> we did. And, uh, we, we, we were number one in the league in scoring. We are number one in, in a lot of statistical offensive categories. Uh, we, we set the, the school record for field goal percentage, but we didn't defend, uh, and, and that's why we were 500 last year. So, you know, I, I'm excited because i got a bunch of guys committed to defense. We know we're going to score. we we got the best player in the league, and Nick Mayo, who was a freshman of the year last year in first-team all-league, you know, I fully expect him to duplicate that. But I've surrounded him with great teammates that care all about the team, all about winning, all about defense. So we do. We have a lot of new faces. i got nine new guys. Wow. I think the only guy that – that that does that year in year out is Coach Calipari. So same uh, state, Coach. Same state. <laughs> same state. So, Suburb of where uh, you at you know, right now. <laughs> a lot of new guys, uh, but I'm excited because now I'm forming the culture. Now I'm building the program. But we got a great recruiting class. Uh, Asante Guest really, really headlines it. He, he's my dynamic point guard from St. Anthony's in Jersey City, where he played uh, for the Hall of Fame coach Bob Hurley. Uh, he was a huge, huge get for us especially at the point guard spot and i fully expect him to have a nick mayo type freshman year but from the point guard spot but you know it goes on and on i got a, a couple couple transfers a junior college kid zach charles who is six eight long and athletic he's gonna allow me to press uh dylan avar a transfer from louisville who really really shoots the heck out of the ball uh, and just a slew of freshmen that, that really understand what we stand for and what our kernel culture is 
and coach speaking of all the freshmen you have it's for you now you can actually build a co- even more you have young guys coming in to have all four years you're not in a league where they're one and done or two and done you have a four-year league so you can really build right. some special in year three four or five for if you're tenure there you can you gotta have some veterans on veterans who can show the young guys the way and play in big tight overseas games Absolutely, Jerry, and that's why, you know, I said it, you know, when I got hired, and this program is going to be built on a solid foundation, not on stilts. And, and you go through year one, you, you you feel around a little bit, and then, then you got to see what's best for you in the program. And that's why uh, I, I did bring in so many guys that, that fit my identity. Um, so I'm excited. i got some really good veterans still around him. Like I said, the world's going to know about Nick Mayo very, very soon if they don't know about him because he's, he's worked even harder. Um, and I got some seniors and Isaac McGlone and Jalen Bab Harrison that, that know what it takes to lead. And so that's why I'm excited. We're young, but we're fun. That's what I'm going with this year. Young, young and fun. We're going to have a lot of I like that, Coach. Young but fun. <laughs> I like that. I, I just put that one of our yeah. promos for the show. Young but fun, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, And I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy coaching these guys, molding them, and understanding you know, we're going to be a very, very good team, not just year, this year, but for, for years to come in the OVC. And chemistry-wise, Coach, with all those new faces you have, what have you guys been doing on and off the court to build that chemistry with those guys and getting those guys on one accord to be ready to play come November? You know, I'm shocked. That, that's the biggest accomplishment that I could say we've done, my staff and I, this summer, was really blending all these new guys together. And it's 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 really, really fun to see them grow because, you know, we do a lot of stuff off the court, whether it's barbecues, going bowling, you know, uh, even competitions that we do to, to to get them out of their comfort zone, they've really really blended. You know, they look like they've been they've been with each other for three four years already. So it's a testament to the type of kids we have in the program, a testament to my staff. Um, but you know, we're, we're we're getting there. You know, we're we're really really ahead of where I thought we'd be, uh, and we better be because I have the hardest schedule these Kentucky's played in the last twenty five years this year. So. We get out of the gates really quickly with a good IUPUI team, a great UNC Wilmington team that almost beat Duke in the tournament, and then we go on the road and play at Auburn, at Texas Tech, at Louisville. So it's uh, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, Coach, I see you coming down my way on Thursday the 17th of November. Hopefully I can yeah. shake free to come over there for you, man, come to come to I-85 and see you guys that. play at Auburn, man, against Bruce Pearl. I see him all the time in town, Coach. He's always in Atlanta trying to recruit guys. He's, I always yeah. see him yeah. here, always. He's a good guy. I've known, I've known Coach Pearl for a long time and a lot of respect for him. Um, and uh, I'm just excited to get an opportunity to uh, to play against his Tigers. Now, Coach, I see you guys going to Cancun. That's a place I love. I love, I love Cancun, Coach. Like the Cancun <laughs> Challenge. So, so, Coach, wait. Auburn and Texas Tech are in that event with us, and good um, deal. You know, a, a slew of other uh, of other of other teams. So we're excited. We're going to, you know, pretty much be gone for eight days. We get to Atlanta on a Wednesday, play um, at Auburn on a Thursday, and then we don't return until we get back from Cancun the following Thursday, which is Thanksgiving. So. It'll give us a great time to bond as a team. You know, guys can have a lot of fun together, um, staying and playing in a great resort. And then, uh, you know, we come back and, and, and we had a great Western Kentucky team in Marshall awaiting us when we get home. So this schedule's loaded. I did it that way for a reason. Uh, my young guys got to grow up pretty quickly before we get to OBC play. And coach, I, I saw you guys chemistry-wise doing some Olympics. Uh, I saw some on Twitter. I was like, <laughs> well, that, that, that's, that's some neat stuff there. Coach, tell us a little bit about that, man. All, all part of the plan. You know, I do a, a preseason competition for the five weeks of the preseason called Competition Fridays, and I split them up into this year, two different teams, team dedication and team commitment, and, uh, and team dedication, one going away. But it just it, it makes the preseason fun. It gives these guys some team-building exercises. It gets them out of their comfort zone and really, really helps them grow as a family. And, uh, Coach, I see you, uh, what you're doing your new guys. You're trying to play maybe 19, 11 guys this year and kind of press and attack the way you want to with the depth you got this year on the roster? Absolutely. I mean, we, we, we got to fight an unconventional fight, and this is how I envision playing when I got the job. I couldn't do it last year, but uh, I've increased my athleticism. I've increased my defensive prowess and increased just the type of kid we have in here. So we're going to play 10, 11 guys, wear teams down, you know, we already proved we can shoot threes. You know, we, we led the league in three-pointers made in percentage last year. Now we're going to defend the other side of the ball and really, really get after teams with our full-court pressure. 
and especially coach that pressing style you play, man. Like you can get out on the, on the breaks, secondary, primary breaks, shoot threes or layups, and really give you that two way going offense right there on, on those breaks. Yeah, I mean, we, we we broke the school record for field goal percentage last year. We we're 18th in the country in scoring. We, we're going to score, and I, I returned some great firepower with that. But you know, it's got to be you know now translating into great defensive teams that scores off their defense and, and wears teams down with our depth, like you talked about. Now, Coach, what I've always been interested when I talk to coaches about how do you get guys to buy into defense? How do you get them to commit to that side of the floor, not just be a, a one-way player but a two-way player? Yeah, it starts with your upperclassmen. They've got to buy into it. And then, you know, these guys want to play. I I give my guys offensive freedom as long as you bring it on defense. And I wasn't able to have that last year because I, I had a very, very short bench. Uh, this year I got, I, got a, I, got a, I got a deep bench. So if you want to play, you better play some defense because if not, you know, I got guys on the bench that can play. And we're very, very talented from top to bottom. So, uh, and I'm not worried about that. I, I know the guys on the team. I know the makeup. They're all about winning, and they're all about the team first. And they know that if we want to win and achieve our ultimate goal, then we got to play defense. So it's been fun group to coach. I enjoy it every day. You know, they 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 make my life a lot easier with how hard they bring it in practice, and uh, they're excited to to show everyone what we're all about. Now, coach, a fine one for. I know you had a birthday a few days ago. Happy birthday to you, coach. Coach, you got to tell <laughs> I appreciate me. that. How did your team and your family treat you for your birthday? Anything fun you want to share with the people of Atlanta here who love you when you come on the show? Yeah, they did. They, you know, my team was great, first and foremost. You know, they, they sang happy birthday to me at midcourt. You know, kind of gave me a big hug uh, and, and really, really uh, made, it, made it a lot of fun. And then my family, I got home late that night and, you know, just had a nice little birthday cake and, uh, Celebrated and just we're very very thankful uh, to 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 be here in Richmond and, and to represent Eastern Kentucky University every day. So we were just very thankful and, and appreciative of that. Well, Coach, I'll tell you what. I thank you for your time. I always come on the show. Never turn me down. And I appreciate you. I love watching your team play. Can't wait to see you guys play this year, Coach. Hey, like I said, you're four and zero when you're in the building. So I, I'm going to get you. You're going to be an offer. I'm telling you that right now. I want to make sure of that. Hey, tell Steve to give me a credential. Give me, I'll be down there, man, on the 17th of November. I know when he is. I'll be right there for you, yep. Coach. Sounds good, JR. Always a pleasure coming on your show. All right, Coach. Have a good day, man. Thank you as always. You too. Thanks, man. Take care. Folks, Dan McHale on the Boss Man Show. Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathletics.com consulting.com once again www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com or you can follow me on facebook at academics and athletic consulting or twitter at coach t wheel 24 or instagram travis l williams 24 or you can call me at 404-542-607 once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, 
Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Back here on the JR the Boss Man Show was just joined by Dan McKell, Eastern Kentucky Colonels. We're joined by TJ Otzelberger, South Dakota State. Now we're joined by the Southern Utah Thunderbirds head coach, Ty Simon, here on the Boss Man Show. Coach Simon, how's things in Utah today, man? Oh, we're, we're, we're doing well. We had a great, great practice today. We're continuing to teach and evolve as we build this program. Oh, I hear that, Coach. And I just wanted to ask you, what does it mean to be able to coach these guys, the Thunderbirds, now going forward? And how has the experience been for you so far, being a head coach to here now? And how's it been for your staff and your family so far? Well, you know, the the the, the transition's been pretty smooth. We we certainly had a pretty clear vision of you know, what we want this program to kind of turn into, and and you know the the philosophies and, and type of smell that we want to part of. And, as we've done, gone through the process here, it's, you know, every day the, it seems like, you know, we wake up and it's 10 o'clock at night and, you know, as soon as you blink, but, but it's, it's, it's been fun. We got great people and great kids involved in the program. So we got the, we got the right people in place and which, which is everything in this business. And coach, were you fortunate enough to get to see your guys in spring and have them around for summertime before you got to October to start practicing for real? We did. We did. Uh, we got great, administrative support here where they, they've uh, allowed us you know the opportunity to do the summer school and, and obviously we you know we've had significant change we have four guys essentially that played last year that are that are back you know so everybody's new in a uh, new recruiting class um, and, and we're going to lean on freshmen for significant minutes throughout the roster and and uh, so to, to have a good get them through spring and summer especially in the summer sessions was well, you know, it was a great head start for us. And chemistry-wise, having all those new guys, with you guys building a new staff, how's it been building chemistry with the players who were returning from last year and all the new guys coming in with those new old players? So how's that been for you guys for us building chemistry amongst the staff and, and the players? Well, that, that, that's been a, a huge emphasis. You know, we're, we're so uh, character-driven, team-oriented, uh, you know, brotherhood uh, type of a program. program. And, and as we've, we've Try to put the right people in places and, and set up situations where where, where guys are going to grow with each other and have each other's backs and, and genuinely care for each other and and, uh, and and through that process I think that's one of our strengths is I think we have a very strong locker room I think we have you know we've, we've created a unique setup with kids from all over the globe and uh, you know I think their uniqueness is what binds them and uh, I think that. It has created a pretty good, pretty good chemistry for us, and, and that's something that I've done in the past. The different experiences that I've had, and I think that I think that the, their differences kind of become a tie that binds. You know, the thing about this is good for you, coach, is that you're in a, in a league where you have guys for four years. You're not have to worry about one and done or two and done. You have guys for four four years that can actually grow. You can mold for four to five years to, in your culture and your system to help pass down to new guys coming in each year to your roster. Yeah, and that and that's and that's a that's a great feeling, truthfully, and and uh, obviously my you know background at at UNLV where we. We had a handful of one and done guys and, and, and two and done guys and then and obviously uh you know the roster turnover we had the prep level of Finley Prep is is you know, every year was just massive, you know, recruiting overhauls and team building which which, which is great, but it also is is comforting to, to be able to teach and build on those teachings and, and have a little bit of a core in place for multiple years and, and this is year one and we're gonna have another you know, large recruiting class this year. So it's, you know, but we hope after these two foundation years uh, that this thing kind of takes off and, and every year it's an add-on versus a rebuild. And, and uh, you know, that, that's going to be a little bit different for us. But uh, that's not to take away the, 
you know, I certainly love coaching talented young men that have those aspirations as well. And, and uh, so, you know, I think it's, I think it's going to be a, a nice little change. Folks, we Todd Simon here on the Boston Man Show. Southern Utah Thunderbirds here with me here for a few more moments here. Now, Coach, when it comes to recruiting, Coach, what kind of guys do you want to target to bring into your program as you build this foundation for the Southern Utah Thunderbirds going forward in year one, year two, year three, and down the road? Well, you know, my philosophy all the way through and, and going back well over a decade is you, you, you're, not, you're recruiting people, not players. Gotcha. And, you know, I th- I, and, I, and I think that in itself, you know, whether it was at any of those previous stops, you know, right now you have 15 guys in NBA training camps. Um, you know, and I think one of the reasons for such a high success rate is because we found the right people. And, you know, we'll, we will certainly take a guy that, you know, we want we want guys that can be skilled and and have the athleticism to do what we want to do and play up tempo and play fast. You know, be able to make a make a perimeter shot. And, uh, and certainly the core value of our deal, though, is, is toughness. We want uh, uh, relentless guys with attitude and effort and, and that really love the game. You know, and that's, a, that's, our, that's our philosophy. We want real guys, and that's kind of acting for that. And, and uh, we find the right guy that will take advantage of the facility access that we have here and take advantage of all the opportunity to get better. Those are the type of guys that we want. So we want, we want the high-ceiling guys, guys that are going to, Really put the time in. Exactly, and coach. Looking at your non-conference schedule, coach. I know probably last year's schedule, this year's schedule was probably already done for you. But going forward, coach, how do you see yourself kind of making non-conference for your guys? We're having a little a younger roster, a guys you're trying to build a winning culture. Where you got to go a little easier, got to get them confidence, or you want to challenge them before they get in the conference play. And also, coach, on this year's schedule, who are some teams that maybe my listeners here in the Atlanta area and across the networks here are familiar with that maybe you guys will be playing with a bigger name, maybe. Well, you know, this this year, uh, obviously, we inherited quite a bit of it, but we have, you know, you know, some teams that are top, towards the top of their conference. We have UNLV here at home this year. We had we have uh, Valparaiso at, at Oakland. You know, we tip off in thirteen different states this year. Uh, we go to play LMU, Seattle, um, and, you know, some of the, some of those type teams. And but it's just a lot of a lot of travel, a lot of road games this season. And uh, so we'll certainly be bad tested. St. Louis, you know, we mix in some of those, and then we have a big event at the uh, MGM Grand uh, versus, you know, Ball State and a Coastal Carolina. Uh, that should be pretty good in their leagues this year. So we've got a strong, a strong competitive uh, schedule this year. And but going forward, we're already looking at you know some maybe a little higher level deals. I believe in giving our guys confidence through preparation, and then playing the best we can play. You know, and playing with a chip on the shoulder. So we we want we want to play some giants. You know, where we're trying to get as many power fives and hopefully five or so of those on the roster or on the schedule rather, and and, and see where we stand line up. And and at the very least, it'll, it'll get us prepared for for league play. And uh, you know, we ultimately want to win conference championships and uh, have a chance to go to dance. And and I think the best way to do that is to put our guys against the best competition and. And see we'll see where we stand. And who are some guys, coach, who should watch out for in your roster that you expect having a big year so far? Who would I be familiar with right now? But who who you think they have a big year in your conference play and in non-conference skills? So you can make sure you guys make sure you got competitive and trying to get these wins as you build this program. Well, you know, on our roster, you know, we we have so many new faces, but we do return uh, James McGee, who who a couple of years ago shot fifty-one from three and. Uh, you know, the double-digit score last year. He'll be back. He's one of the better shooters in the country. Uh, and, and, and then we have a transfer from Texas Tech who will be, you know, a lead guard for us named Randy Amusar, uh, who's a two-way player. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be a significant impact guy for us. And, and uh, you know, we have a couple of young, young new big men that we're excited about, a young Croatian, uh, 6'10", 6'11", that can shoot at Ivan Medunic and, and, uh, and a couple other big, strong bigs, one from Matondo, won a Juco National Championship at you know, Salt Lake Community College, uh, Christian Masoko, who's had just a phenomenal fall for us, and, and uh, another young, young fellow, another freshman, uh, 6'8", 230 kid, uh, Braden Holker, who's just put on about 25 pounds and kind of changed who he is as a player. And those guys are going to bring a level of toughness and, 
you know, I think consistency for us for the next couple of years up front for us. And you mentioned you want to play fast, Coach. So you visit yourself playing maybe 19, 11 guys, or you more so of a, a nine-man rotation type of a coach. So, so you playing fast, you want to play more guys or maybe have a, a set nine- and ten-man rotation there? Well, you know, I, I believe, you know, once we, uh, as, as the interim coach, you know, be in those 17 games, we led the nation in tempo, um, and adjusted tempo over those 17 games and scored 104 times and, and all those things, and we essentially did it with six six scholarship guys uh, that were healthy. And and so I'm a big believer that you can play fast and not have to uh, go overly deep. And, and I tell my guys that our rotations as deep as they decide it's going to be. If it's six guys that can play, we'll, we'll, we'll play as fast as we can with six guys. If it's seven, great. Nine, ten, even. But you know, essentially, we, we, we're going to, you know, do everything about results and and uh, production, and, and we'll see where it goes. But we're not going to relent on our our tempo and speed, and and, and we're going to try to win every four minutes. You know, until the next media timeout, we're going to play as fast as we doggone can, and, and and get up and press people, and and try to dictate the tempo of the game. And coach, find one for you. I know you've been in Las Vegas, a Vegas guy. Coast, do you think that the Raiders will actually end up in Vegas? Because I, I, I'm, I'm really interested in that. I really want to see if the team has to go to, go to Vegas. From being in Vegas, you feel like the Raiders will be a good fit there? Uh, you know what? I, I really do. I think that, I think it's uh, I think it's a town that's evolved into a pro town here pretty quickly, and and uh, you know the, the, for eight for eight dates out of the year, Vegas can, can really host a heck of a party, and I think. Uh, I think the Vegas, I think they'll very, very soon be, be home to the Raiders, in, in my opinion. I think they'll, they won't turn back. I think it's a town that's just on the, always growing and on the upside. And when it comes to, when it comes to a special event, which is what the NFL is for those, those, you know, 18 Sundays, it's, it's, it's nothing, nothing better than that. And I think that they'd be phenomenal host city for, for the NFL. Well, Coach Simon, thank you for your time today, Coach. I look forward to talking to you again. I really enjoyed our visit today. Look forward to doing it again with you down the road, Coach. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome, folks. It's Coach Todd Simon here on the Boss Man Show. Come up next is the Boss Report after the break. Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathletics.com consulting.com once again www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24 or you can call me at 404-542-607 once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to do two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. 
Check them out today. True Speech, Anthony Wimpley Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. State Jackrabbits, Dan McHale, Eastern Kentucky Colonels. We were joined by Todd Simon of the Southern Utah Thunderbirds speech, the Thunderbirds, brother. And now we're joined by a man who brings thunder, Family Grind ENT, dropping knowledge always in his music, my man, True Speech. What is good, my brother? What's the word? What's the word, JR? Not much, man. A great week. We talked to Warren Moon, Jeff Lender. Carl Alexander, the coaches I just mentioned previously, dog, a great week for Boston Entertainment Group. Man, it really has been, dog, and I, I, I'm telling you, man, I can't wait to. Uh, I've been going to Callahan Hall years, man. So Coach Coach McCurry, can't wait to go out there, chop it up with him in person, man. I'm definitely gonna slide through and have my face, you know, be a presence at Callahan Hall whenever I can this season, man. So it's definitely, it's definitely, we had a great week this week. No doubt, folks. You've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's the Boss Report. First story, dog, is this. North Carolina man with clown makeup on face arrested after carrying a hatchet and trying to pick up women outside of the gas station. You know, this clown situation has gotten out of hand, dog. These clowns going to get dealt with for real. Like, I mean, my whole thing is... It's not cool. It's not cool. Like, people think this is a joke. America, we, we catch on the phone. We just take a trend and run into the ground no matter how stupid it is. Like, it's not cool, bro. And these clowns are going to get seriously hurt and people are going to get killed out here messing around. You know what I mean? I ain't making no threats, but I better not see a clown run up on me with that nonsense. I feel you on that. Uh, Florida crazies. Man brings Hurricane Matthew wins just to yell out, D's out for Harambe. On live TV. Jesus Christ. <laughs> People risking their life. Dog, what is, I think, I, you know what, last week, the team was making <laughs> masturbation. I think this week the team is going to be People risking their lives for stupidity. Like, there's no way I'm taking myself out in a hurricane to do something stupid at all. I'm not going to be in the same state as a hurricane, bro. Period. Easy, bro. Exactly. Exactly. And you're right, bro. Georgia woman arrested. I believe in twin boys in the hot car. She could go swallow her boss's babies in hopes of getting a promotion. I was about to say, no, I knew you was about to end that story with promotion. I'm like, there's no way a promotion is that serious. You put your child's life in danger, your children's lives in danger, just so you can go gobble something. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. There's better ways to get a promotion. I bet she probably didn't even get the promotion. I bet she probably got nah, fired. they both got fired. <laughs> of course. I'm sure HR had a field day with that. Exactly. Florida man, Raven the Hurricane, is arrested and facing felony charges for, get this, wrestling, taking a selfie with a baby alligator. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, dog. Aren't alligators protected in Florida? Like, you can't just go around just assaulting alligators. But that's just stupid. Correct. See, see you're, you're taking, you're, you're risking your life for stupidity. Yeah, that's the theme of the Buffalo Court. They already see it. Risking your life for stupidity. It's absolutely ridiculous, man. Come on, dude. People gotta, people gotta do better out here. This is just, it's off the chain already. Uh. English burglar arrested after taping meth to penis, quote, claiming he was trying to, quote, hide it from his wife. It also inspired her to take some of the blessed drink. You know what bothers me more so than the stories is like the ridiculous names and nicknames and words that people come up with to describe the level of stupidity that they say. Because I think that bothers me a lot of times more than the actual story itself. 
take some of the blessed joint. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, real? Like, real? <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, we Florida crazies. We have a new rotting car owner who stashes BMW in his living room to protect it from Hurricane Matthew's destruction. So he hid a car inside a house yes. that can be destroyed and can fall on the car to protect the car. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to let you know when any of that makes sense. And it won't be anytime soon <laughs> at all. Bro. I am just absolutely floored with that one, dog. That's ridiculous. Exactly. Oh, yes. Louisiana teacher is arrested for fighting another female student over young male student they shared taking and receiving the wood from and carrying baby for so let me get this straight let me get this whole scenario straight yes a teacher and a female student yes banged a male student yes both got knocked out yes same time and now they fighting in school like two bitter baby mamas. Yes. I don't think Maury could have written a better script himself, dog. That is comedy gold. But it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, what type of grown-ass woman is with... Oh, my goodness. Like, just trying to get the sense out is ridiculous. What type of grown woman was too solo to have a fight with a, a, a kid over a kid's baby that got pregnant by a kid and she grown... Oh, my hair hurts. Oh lord! The teacher's four months pregnant. The other girl's five months pregnant. So the teacher was probably mad if she was saying, "Mm-hmm." Terrible dog. I mean, the logic, the lack of logic behind it is unreal. It is literally unreal. There's no way that these people had any type of logic. You're a grown woman. You slept with a kid, and you fighting his child baby mama that's carrying his child too. Oh my god! Who is this kid? Like, I want to know who is who is this kid? What is- <laughs> What does he look like? Like, he to have this much game and pull to be able to pull off this level of, of, of just debauchery. I have to I have to just see what this kid look like. Exactly. Is a picture of this kid? I, I didn't see one. I just read the story. I got to see what this kid looks like. I, I got to know. I got to know. I have to know. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to further investigate, and I will come back to you at a later time for more information, people, because I need to know. Exactly. Florida man arrested after beating wife down with a hardened rubberized sex toy over whether to stay for the hurricane or leave for the hurricane. <laughs> I mean, the reason they fight is amazing. The tool they use to fight with is the pure level of cop. That's just disgusting on so many levels, man. I mean, it's unreal. That is unreal. Exactly. We, uh, Georgia man arrested after dressing as a clown with a machete at Taco Mac to scare male patrons into giving their women to him. First of all, we like to take this opportunity to give a shout out to Taco Mac. Always holding down and rotten, high quality entertainment. Taco Mac is lovely. Second, I've been told people about this clown nonsense, dog. These clown people keep trying to play with this clown stuff. They gonna get hurt, bro. Like they gonna get hurt. They gonna run up to the wrong guy. You gonna put it. It's already been a couple instances of people getting popped with this whole clown nonsense. People take a joke and they take it too far and they take it too far. And this is what America always does. We don't know when to stop. We follow these ridiculous ways and these dumbass trends. And this is what happened. Absolutely ridiculous, bro. Um, of course it went down to the taco mat but it's just overall I was like come on man just people need better judgment dude exactly Florida man angered by the hurricane arrests after cutting off his junk and beating to an alligator to quote spike the cane so he's gonna spike the hurricane by capturing himself and feeding into an alligator First of all, the process that an individual has to take in order to castrate themselves is mind-blowing. Second of all, to find an alligator that was willing to digest and eat you is also equally mind-blowing. So my whole thing is, what in the hell type of universe do they live in where all they just accomplish within a couple of hours? Exactly. Holy. 
Oh my goodness. This story right here is even, even kind of worse. Oregon man arrested after breaking into a home so he could shave his head for a date with a fine honey later. He broke into a house to shave his head? What? <laughs> I'm trying to actualize this in my head and just failing miserably. I can't. I can't even do He broke into a house to shave his head. Why didn't he just go to a bar? Exactly. I mean, if you were a ball, like, all you could have, you literally could have just went to a dollar store and got a shaving cream and some razors. Like, dog, you had to spend like $3. You broke into a house to shave your head. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Literally, stupidest thing I've ever heard. Exactly. And. Florida man arrested after attempting to steal a yacht, feeling miserably and partially sinking into the Atlantic Ocean. Seriously? All through the hurricane, mind you. I want to comment on it, but I don't even know where to start, bro. Like, I really don't. Like, I'm just, I'm at a loss to say the least. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to be lost in this Can we blame yeah, the hurricane? He said, he said it was doing a hurricane when it happened. It was. That's nuts. That's, I'm so glad I don't live in Florida. I ain't even gonna hold you up. I mean, uh, big ups and much support and much love and thoughts and prayers for everybody affected by Hurricane Matthew. But that is one of the reasons why I do not live in Florida. <laughs> like I can't deal with our Hurricane Matthew. I just can't do it. I deal with the Michigan winters. I deal with the Michigan winters any day of the week over a hurricane. And get this dog, perpetual perverts. New York subway creep arrested after groping woman and then groping her twin sister five times on train route. Wow. That individual should be stabbed. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I mean, grope how many times? Five. That's crazy. That is, that is, that is not cool, man. Was he Donald Trump uh, by any chance? Uh, not that I know of, but I can look and see further. <laughs> okay. Just saying, right, because you know Donald Trump's new motto, I can't repeat it on the air, because, you know, it's that foul. But, uh, yeah, dude, that's not okay. That's not a five yes. times. Now, define growth. What are you talking about? Oh, he was grabbing certain uh, things that pop out. He was living like certain things that poke out from the back in the top. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, he, yeah, he was living like Trump. That's absolutely ridiculous. And Florida man arrested and charged with still over $40,000 worth of headphones over a three-day span from businesses affected by the hurricane and being closed. What? Except- why are people profiting from the hurricane, dog? Like, I mean, I'm just floored. People will do anything for a dollar, dog. It is a hurricane. People should be trying to get the hell out. Trying to save lives and property. Safe for people. Like, for real? Like, you want to get caught, bro? Right, dude. Of all the pettiest things in the world. Like, come on. It is so much bigger things to worry about in the middle of a hurricane. Never been to a hurricane, but if I was, I know where my priorities would be in that damn short and Well... Naked Tennessee man arrested after crashing the vehicle and saying he did acid because, quote, God wanted him to be free and spread his wealth to the women masses. Uh, no, he don't think he took acid. That's all. You sound like a few shots of hand dog. Um, shout out to Hennessy. You want to become a corporate sponsor? Please feel free to email us. Uh, second of all, yeah, what does that have to do with you? That's weird. Like, no, God didn't. No, you're drunk. Go home. Go home. You're drunk. Like, that's all I can say to you. Go home. You're drunk. I'll call you an Uber. Go home. Well, naked Florida woman arrested after shoving ID inside her for JJ, peeing in public and shaking her booty in the Kmart parking lot due to, quote, her ex-boyfriend tripping. So she felt all that was necessary because <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. Yo, guess good as mine. <laughs> Ooh, we. Wow. And the final story we're going to box for in the week we're going to show is this. 
Georgia man arrested after taking upskirt pictures of women at Walmart and Target and leaving his speckles on the ground near him. Oh, come on, man. That's just the most disgusting thing. Come on, first of all. First, oh. <laughs> what? Ew, that story got too many disgusting layers, bro. That story got too many disgusting layers. I don't even know what started so trifling. Of course, I have to go to world, of course. Of course. So, yeah. Oh, so, I mean, what, what else? What else? Exactly. It's not going to happen to Neiman's or Stack Fist, <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? So, bro. Before I close up today's boss support this, this week's show, what is your take on this week's boss support, man? People risking their lives to do something stupid. This clown nonsense needs to stop, dog. I'm telling you, I do not see a positive engine coming from this clown. people aren't afraid of clowns but people are really you know they're apprehensive about getting messed with and for some reason I don't know why people think you could dress up in clown makeup trying to scare people but do at your own risk and whatever happens to you happens dog what's going on Feather Grounding TV this week man how's that trip to Chicago bro Oh man, Chicago was absolute love, dude. I gotta, I gotta take a special shout out and give some love, to Chicago, because they gave so much love to us. Made some great connections. Uh, the, the, the crowd was super thick, and also the old Miami this Friday in Detroit. It was massive love. Everybody showed up. Everybody showed love. Place was packed inside and out. It was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So thank each and every person that showed up, supported. You know what I mean? You can definitely check the album out. It is out. Icons, Amazon, Google Play, FamilyGrind.com, IllustratedOnline.com. That's the album Cooking from the Underground. We also are proud to release a brand new single that we just dropped a couple of days ago. It's called Shots Fired. You can check it out on our SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash FamilyGrind. You can also, of course, go to FamilyGrind.com, follow the links, get the download for the song there. Shots Fired is a highly politically charged joint. It's also about unity and what's going on in the world. So everybody needs to pay attention to that record, man. People we just announced last week, we have been selected for Indie Week again, so you can catch us rocking. Indie Week 2016, we will be there in Toronto. So Toronto, if you're hearing this, make plans to make plans. We'll be there in November. We'll give you the updates as soon as we get them. But first, you need to go to FamilyGround.com and subscribe, and you will get all the latest update news about Family Ground. I know, down, folks. on the Boss Man Show, BossManShow.com. Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathletics.com consulting.com once again www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach T Will 24 or Instagram Travis L Williams 24 or you can call me at 404-542-607 once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to do two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop Albums available on iTunes, 
Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind. ENT. Believe in it. Get it.